Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerds, Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. Garrett Price. How's it going? And producing, Jared Wackerly. What up? We're here back talking some Dynasty Fantasy Football. This week, we're talking wide receiver buys and sells. Mm-hmm. On this episode, we'll be talking mm-hmm. buys. On the Nerd Herd episode, we will be talking sells. We'll wrap it up next week with some quarterbacks and tight ends. All in one, we'll have one quarterback, one tight end to go through. And then uh, after that, we'll have a different show. Tune in. We'll be here talking Dynasty every single week. Before we get into the show, got a little announcement, a little special announcement we go on that we've been doing for a couple of years. We currently have seven orphans. In Dynasty. And you're like, where are these orphans? I want to adopt. Well, Dynasty Nerds Give Back is a, a charity league that we run here at Dynasty Nerds, hosted by our man gender, Dennis Bennett. Um, what, what it is, a is... Man gender? A man gender? <laughs> man gender? Managing editor? Managing editor. Uh, that's managing, what he was going that's for. That's what it was. That makes more sense. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's our manager. I couldn't speak right. Uh, <laughs> Dynasty Nerds Gives Back is a sixth division, 72-team Dynasty Best Ball Charity League hosted on MFL. To be considered for this league, all you got to do is make a minimum $10 donation to one of these three great charities. No Kid Hungry. Disabled American Veterans, the V Foundation. And then you send proof of your donation to nerdsgiveback at dynasternerds.com. Now, all this information for signups, we're going to take the first seven people. There will be a link, a Google link on the show notes. So go to our show notes, uh, whether it's on YouTube or the podcast that you're listening to. There'll be a Google Doc there. Sign up there. We'll get you in the 72-team league. We have seven orphans and all the money. Uh, it's for a good cause, charities, and it's kind of our nerds get back. So check it out. So now let's get into our wide receiver buys. Mm. But before we even do that, yes. one more thing, because we have one something expired. More. You know, it's like that milk. It's like, ooh, it's about to go bad. Let me get that big bowl of cereal. I love cereal. Rookie. Promo code rookie. You're like, what is promo code Ricky? It's a promo code we use just for our podcast listeners and YouTube listeners uh, to get you 15% off our Nerd Herd memberships. And that expires this week. June 1st it is no more. You can no longer save 7% uh, until we run another promo. And that won't be until 2.0 launches. Ooh. So, and I saw a glimpce of 2.0 last night. Is that a night. teaser? Yeah, it looks pretty Ooh. sweet. Dynasty yeah, yeah. GM 2.0. All moving to an app, too. So, like, like everything's going to be on an app as That's well. That's sexified. All in, Super. in and of itself. We got a lot of big things in the pipeline for Dynasty Nerds. So mm. that 15% where it's going to save you, it's going to it's gonna reap bevident, dividends down the line. Bevidence. Bevidence. Or bevidence. Uh Mr. Belvedere. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it. it's going to help. It's going to help. Yeah, I mean, again, I mean, it's for the price of a cup of coffee. Go to Dynasty Nerds. I always say to everybody is just give us a month, right? Get, pay one cup of coffee. Use that promo code NERDS for the 15% off and check it out. Look at the NERD score. Look at the Dynasty Nerds film room. Jump on the Dynasty GM and be entertained for hours with your Dynasty teams and all that it can do and know that it's going to get better. Um, that and so much more on DynastyNerds.com, promo code ROOKIE. Wide receivers to buy. So here we are, May, and we're talking, you know, what are we doing? A lot of rookie drafts are done for the good, the hardcore leagues. They have their drafts right after the NFL draft. So most rookie drafts are done. I would say 80% probably Yeah, are, mm-hmm. are done. So we're in the offseason, but we know there is no offseason in Dynasty Fantasy Football. And None. The one thing you could Doesn't do exist. is trade. Trade, 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 to trade, 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 to get ready for the season. So 
here we are talking about wide receivers that we think will be some good buys and some good sells. Would you mind if I uh, kick this off? I, I think you should start us off, Richard. Yeah. Did you like my new shirt? I love your new, sir, new shirt. I was hoping you weren't going to be wearing that one, so I could so wear, you could that, wear one. that one. But I'm wearing the second, my second favorite uh, right here. Green Bay. Green Bay colors. I'm wearing Miami. Green yeah. Bay. And you're I wearing the Cleveland. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Check out our YouTube channel. We have, and, and the Nerd Store even, where we have uh, all these new team shirts. We like them so much. So we have New England. Yep. Cleveland. Uh, Green Bay. Green Bay. Miami. Miami. Right. And did we order Vikings colors? No, no, it didn't work out that way. Okay. But, and we like them so much. We're going to, we're going to try and do a limited run of like all as many teams as we can. Nice. Got a lot of Steelers requested some saints. So cool. we'll tell you uh, how you can win them in the middle of the show here. Today. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Get a free Matt, That's also giving me like an Oregon ducks vibe too, which it does have an Oregon ducks, which is like yep. one of the best color schemes. Yeah. Their uniforms are always good. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. so check out the nerd it store. It matches my eyes too. Most comfortable oh. shirt in the world. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, my first buy at wide receiver buy. is somebody who seems like a clear-cut buy. But looking at his ADP, doesn't really say that as, as we speak. I mean, he's down at, like, wide receiver, like, 35, right around there. And that's Rashad Bateman of the Baltimore Ravens. And, you know, this is not a, this is not a throw first team. And when they do, it's to Mark Andrews. But the Ravens right now have 267 vacated air targets, right? That's 45.1% of their target. So that creates that equates to 2,341 yards. Now, of course, Marquise Brown saw a large majority of that with 146 targets last year, and he averaged about six per game. Start creep it over somewhere else. Um, he averaged is. about six per game, and he, he finished his wide receiver 22. He averaged 14 one points per game in 16 games. He was wide receiver 36 in 2020. He averaged 11.4 points per game, and the look at it as well is they trade away Marquise Brown to mm -hmm. Arizona. The Ravens had 11 draft picks. Mm -hmm. Didn't use a single one at receiver. Who's playing behind them? Devin Duvernay, James Prochet, Tylen Wallace. We know Tylen Wallace was a draft pick last year. Mm -hmm. Devin Duvernay is somebody who we liked his athletic profile coming out. We liked his tape. I like, I like Prochet as well, and I think he's probably <clears throat> another guy that just to keep an eye on. Super cheap. Uh, yeah, free. Who, who knows? Exactly. So you could, and I will say that. James Prochet, Tylen Wallace, Devin Duvernay, they're all interested to buy, right? Like, those are all going to be drastically cheaper mm -hmm. than Rashad Bateman. And these are guys you probably get for third, fourth round picks, if not even later, uh, maybe a bottle barrel guy. I think it's good to try and at least get one of those guys. Obviously, Tylen Wallace has a, a, a good athletic profile as well. But Rashad Bateman, somebody who comes in, he has really good size, can play inside, can play the slot, gets off the line really well, um, can really go good, uh, great jump ball ability is as well he's he, he's a he has the he has the attributes to be a number one receiver in the nfl absolutely and even though lamar we know mark andrews is the number one receiver and this is a team that likes to run the ball a ton they have shown that a receiver could be a wide receiver two in this offense there's times that marquise brown was a wide receiver one yeah so to me i think rashad bateman i was looking at some trades out there i mean it was like in one qb leagues rashad bateman for Rashad Penny and Juju. Uh, A.J. Dillon for Rashad Bateman in a, thir a 23 third. Uh, a 23 first straight up. Uh, 23 second straight up. And John Mechie. Pat Fryermuth straight up for Rashad Bateman. So I think those are a lot of like pretty solid trades to go out there and make for a guy who could be the number one receiver on the team. Even a 23 first. Like, I know this class in 23, like those are really hyped up picks, right? Right. So, but if I get Rashad Bateman... 
I'm I'm doing it right. Like if there's a quality player that like I'm trading my 23 first, obviously if I'm a contender. You know, I'm a contender in our uh, Nerds Calculator League, and I gave up a 23 first uh, for Travis Etienne today oh, okay. because I'm a I'm a believer in Travis Etienne. No, I, I I'm I'm with you on the Etienne stuff. I think Bateman uh, for me. I, I'm I'm probably the lowest out of the three of us here. I would have a hard time, I think, parting with a, a 23 first if I knew it was going to be anywhere but like the last two or three picks. Um, I'm okay with that too. You know what I mean? If it was anywhere earlier than that, I feel like this this class is is coming up is is very ballyhooed and and it's it's talked about as being very strong class. That I think I could get a a piece on a in a better pass first offense um, for, for a wide receiver that I would, that I would feel has, I guess, higher upside than a Rashad Bateman, who I think is going to be somewhat capped in the, in limited by the fact that they're going to be throwing a lot to um, Mark Andrews. They, they went and drafted two more tight ends. I think they're going to be a very run happy, sure. uh, a run heavy attack this year. And Bateman is, he's not a down the field guy. So he's really going to have to get a ton of volume for him to get, I, I think, huge fantasy relevance. I still think he can land in the wide receiver two realm. And that's, and that's great. And, and if that's what you're looking for, then give the first because your, your team is stacked and that's what you need. That's fine. But me personally, I'm I'm probably going to shoot a little higher. It's a win to me though. Like a, a, a wide receiver two. I think that's about this like another week, right? Like so many people are so focused on getting that wide receiver one, when there's only 12 of them, it's like, well, he's a wide receiver two wide receiver, like 16. Like that's extremely valuable. It, It is. No, it is totally valuable. That's and. But it's. I think that's his ceiling. Is like in that wide okay. receiver two two range. I'd like to get somebody that has got the ceiling at least to touch wide receiver one numbers, and, and maybe he lands in wide receiver two more often than not. But I feel like I could get that next year with a lot of the first round drafts. So you'd feel more comfortable, like for example, this year, guys that went right above where you're comfortable to give up, like not in the range you wouldn't want to give up. Christian Watson, Sky Moore, for example, in that eight nine range, right? Like you're comfortable 10, 11, 12. So I'm Rashad, talking about I'm talking about twenty twenty three. Okay, you, you know what I mean? That's like fair, it's this, a deeper class. Right, it's, a, it's a I mean, class. This class, this first round, was pretty, pretty strong. Not like a center, but like strong enough where like the upside. Sky Moore's got the upside. Christian sure. Watson's got the upside. Right, the sure. upside is there. So, so those are good examples of guys that are landing in much better offenses. Correct. You know what I mean? So they they do have the potential to be. I mean, but that's what Christian you said. Watson, if he blows up, could definitely be that. I think the guys coming out next year have got probably more talent. Uh, and then could also be landing in better spots than the than the Baltimore Ravens as well. So, so Rashad Bateman or Christian uh, Rashad Bateman or Christian Watson? <sighs> Gosh, that that is a tough one. I mean, I think Bateman. Obviously, we've seen him do it a little bit in the NFL, but he's he's not a guy that I I'm overly impressed with from a fantasy standpoint. I think okay. he's a very good wide receiver. So I don't want I don't want it to come across like I don't like the guy. But for fantasy, I do think. He's going to need a lot of targets. And, and he's I going think, to need a lot of volume. And I don't know that he's going to get it in Baltimore. But they have it. They have 267 vacated air yard targets. I mean, that's it's they're they're out there. Like there's over 2,000 yards available for this offense. I mean, for what they've lost, you sure. know, with the Miles Boykin, with Marquise Brown. They have a lot of like Miles Miles Boykin. Miles Boykin. <laughs> that's true. He was responsible for about five yards last year. I mean, so that's still part of the 2341. <laughs> no. And I think there's a lot of things that Bateman does that helps uh Lamar Jackson over what Marquise Brown did. You know, Marquise Brown's a little smaller. His, his reach isn't as uh, broad I, as I, I think as he's a Rashad better fit. I, I think he's a better fit as as what you're saying. Like he's a bigger target, easier to hit. Maybe doesn't take as much accuracy to hit a guy like Rashad Bateman as it would a, a guy like Marquise Brown. 
but it's it's still it comes down to volume. I think they're going to be I think they're going to be running it more. I know that yes. vacated targets, I mean, that's a thing, and I'm going to use it in in my logic and, and a lot of these as well. But if the offense kind of takes a downturn, some of those are going to naturally get chipped away as well if they run it more. So they had a they they were a complete dumpster fire last year at the at the running back position. Sure, you wouldn't expect them to be that bad this year. So you would, I personally am going to bet on them running a little bit more than they did last year. And I agree. I think they'll run a little bit more too, but I think that overall means better things just in total for the offense. I think that means more red zone opportunities. I think that means more scoring opportunities um, and not so much just having to focus on the passing game. They have to actually focus on the running game as well. And, and I'm closer to Rich on this. I think he's a buy for me as well. Uh, coming out, I remember loved his tape, his his uh, sophomore year, his junior year, he had all those injuries and mm-hmm. it was the COVID and mm-hmm. he come in and out. So it, it was like a weird season for him. But I, I remember watching his tape and I had him right up there with Chase and Smith as far as the most talented players in the class. And then he, he dropped a little bit uh, after that. But I think the abilities there, I think this offense is begging for someone other than Mark Andrews to do something. And and, and I think part of it is difference of opinion on, you know, what's valuable for me. If I can have four wide receiver twos on my team, I'm thrilled. I don't necessarily need to have that like super high scoring, you know, monster performer. But part of it is too, is I love, I love the 2023 class, but the, at the receiver position, there's only about two guys that I think I could confidently say would be in his range right now. Lots can change. Mm-hmm. We'll see how things develop and whatnot. But there's really only two guys. It's it's really the running back position that's driving that. So if I need a receiver and I have to give up a, a 23 first and, you know, we're thinking that's going to be somewhere between 1-5 and or, or, or later, I'm probably fine with it. And that's where I felt too. Like I felt like, one, if you're making this trade, well, two ways you look about it. Because even if you're rebuilding, like this is a young 23-year-old piece that sure. you can add to your team. But I'm in the same way as like, where Matt was saying, oh, that 10, 11, 12, I'm more through like six through 12, right? Sure. Like uh, middle of the road team and trying to go over hump. I have no problem the trading away my 23 first. Like I'm actually looking at this completely different where I know this class is really strong. And unless I am for sure have a bad team where I'm in position to get potentially a topic, a topic or, or in a super flex top six, right? Cause it, Bryce young, CJ Stroud, uh, Gibbs, Bijan. Bijan, Jackson Smith and Jigba, who's other receiver? Butte. Butte. So mm-hmm. like those six. I gotta get some of that Butte. Yep. I mean, those <laughs> six is where like in a super flex is really kind of pushes me. But after that, like I want to use and even that, those guys are still, no matter how good they look, they're still somewhat of a crapshoot. Sure. Like if I get a player, and now granted, Rashad Bateman's not proven, Travis Etienne's not proven. But if there's a guy that I can get ahead of the curve and get my team now, if I'm in the middle of the road to take a jump start into 23, like I have no problem. Like my plan this off season is to use the hype of the 23 first class to better my dynasty team. Right? Like, and I do that a lot. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a habitual pick trader because I always like to trade my picks for proving guys. And a lot of times like younger guys that are 26, 27 years old, if my team's in the middle to add to that, uh, to that ability to compete for a championship or right. even if I'm never going to compete right away. Okay. Then I still have my second round pick next year. I could do something with that. Um, so with these guys, I'm going to use my 23 first to my advantage. If there's any players that I liked, like Travis Etienne, I'll give them my first. Definitely if they're going to be mid, like if I feel like my team's going to be a later first, like you said, like these the top end, yeah, it looks real nice. But mm-hmm. 
And I'm sure to all pan out where the it will going to be and, nice and too. It's it's the running back that's the depth right now that's really pushing the narrative of this class. It's really if you want a running back, this is the the best class we've seen for a couple of years now. Okay, um, probably yeah. since 2020. But it, it's really those top two receivers, and then a, a lot of unknown really yeah. after that. So. So I'm I'm five, I'm six through twelve. You're five through twelve for Bateman, and you're like ten through twelve. Right. All right. So it's it's it is very probably close closer than we're making it sound. I guess. Sure. Um, but uh, right. there definitely is a line in the sand. But a buy, a buy, a for buy me, for me. Yep. Do you overall come? Would you buy? So I know you're not huge on him. I come to you right now because I heard the podcast sure. and I'm going to league with you. I'm like, yep. oh, so Matt's going to give up tell ten to twelve and like I say I came in eleventh place last year, mm-hmm. and I or you came in eleventh place right. last year. I did. Yeah, and I offer you Rashad Bateman for your 23 first. Do right. you hit accept? And by 11th, you mean second place? You have second, the 11th pick? 11th yeah. pick. Not the best. Okay. So, yeah, Clay, mm-hmm. okay. Or you still I was just saying, it. that's the second pick then. That's a very different Is Matt story. looking to compete, or is he still... <laughs> well, he's I mean, he's just came in 11th place. Just came in 11th place, <laughs> but I'm <laughs> which is, stacked at wide which receivers is bad. in that 11th place is bad, for the record. Yeah. He came in second place. Second place, 11th pick. Okay. 11th pick in that's where the draft. Yeah, that's why I was trying to clear yeah. that. What the hell are you talking about 11th place then? <laughs> Second place. I knew what he was oh, talking about. He meant 11th pick. About, yeah, 11th that's pick. why I kept saying that. Um, but anyway, uh, obviously if I need if I need that wide receiver two, like I don't have that, or I have a wide receiver one and a wide receiver two, and I'd like another wide receiver two for my wide receiver three spot, then yeah, I hit accept. Okay. I feel good about that. Cool. Um, but uh, – if I'm looking for a wide receiver one, I'll just hold on. He had a tough rookie year, man. Yeah, it was. You, how many games did he miss? Did you already say it? Beginning of the year? Because he, he had hurt um, his groin. Yeah, he, he had the groin injury early. Yeah. So Six, eight games. Five, five games. And know. he was quite played six of the games with Tyler Huntley at quarterback. So I was like, didn't have a great. I mean, that was a tough year. So yeah, I, I like the buy, Rich. I actually bought him for Trubisky. I, I sent Trubisky in a super flex league. Obviously, Bateman. this was before the draft. Before right? the draft, yeah, nice. Yeah, on the news of Trubisky getting signed to Pittsburgh. Yeah, I like that one. That was a smart maneuver. Yep. Give us a buy, Matt. All right, on to my buy. Um, I'm going to go to former teammate of Rashad Bateman, Marquise Brown. There Obviously, it is. Uh, <laughs> a lot of his vacated targets uh, that you were talking about were Marquise Brown's last year. They were he had 145 targets, 91 receptions, 1,008 yards, and six touchdowns. So he did finally crack that 1,000-yard mark, which I think kind of flew under the radar, right, yeah. last year? Um, yeah, was, wide receiver 17. He was wide year. receiver 17 overall. Um, and the thing I liked about Marquise Brown is he's improved every single year. He had 584 yards in, in his first year, 880, uh, 878 in his second year, and then last year he cracked the 1,000-yard mark. And obviously – I think the three of us sitting at this table would would at all agree that Lamar Jackson isn't, I guess, he's an inconsistent passer. Sure, I think that's a, a, probably the easiest way to 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 put it. And and he's in a, he was in a run heavy offense, so he got he cracked the thousand yard mark. He was wide receiver seventeen in a run happy offense, and obviously the big offseason move is he he gets traded to the to the Arizona Cardinals. On top of that news, you know, which is a very pass pass-friendly, pass-happy type of offense. On top of that news, DeAndre Hopkins also gets suspended for the first six games of this season, yeah. you know, because of the P, the Peds. Him and, <laughs> him and Will him Fuller, and, him and the small, Yeah, him and the Texans with the small hands. Yeah, uh, buddy, like, hey, what's what's going on? You had a down year last year? Oh, I, I got, got a pet suspension for you. I got something for you. Um, so DeAndre Hopkins is going to miss the first six games. And even even on top of that, he's going back to playing with his college quarterback, correct? Um, and Kyler Murray, who is far and away a better downfield passer than Lamar Jackson probably ever will be. So it's 
to me, this is a, a match made in heaven. I think this is his chance to kind of cash in in his fourth season here um, and, and hit that kind of big pay, the, the paycheck that I think he's looking for and, and, and never got there with the Ravens. And, and right now, his ADP is 58th overall, uh, according to, uh, I think, yeah, Fantasy Pros. And he's going off the board as wide receiver 24. So last year, in a bad offense, he's wide receiver 17, or bad passing offense, he's wide receiver 17. He's in a much better situation right now. He, he's going to be the number one target there for the first six weeks of the season anyway. Right. Wide receiver 28 on sleeper, Matt. Okay, so even as of May twenty third. Okay, so the the updated stuff from Sleeper is even worse. So there's even a bigger slide happening for whatever reason. And I went on the trade finder, and some of the trades I saw were just bonkers for this guy. I mean, Rashad White straight up for him. I think that's. I mean, oh my gosh, um, right there. That's atrocious. Right, right. So and then there was Marquise Brown and a twenty two a twenty twenty two third for a first straight up, which I thought I thought was. Better value than 22 first or 23 first. It was a 22 first. So yeah, a first round draft pick in this year and you get a Marquise Brown and a third. So that, that to me, both of those things just scream really good value in my opinion, based off his new situation and just the the talent that he's shown. I, I I really do think he had a big kind of step up last year. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I've, I really like this move for Marquise Brown and I don't think we can underestimate how important that early part of the season is going to be because with with DeAndre Hopkins out, they could easily get that old chemistry back. Mm-hmm. And as great as DeAndre Hopkins is, and he's a fantastic receiver, has been a fantastic receiver for a long time, he's not the youngest pup ever either. You know, this is this is the downturn of his career at this point. You know, right. he's got two, maybe at best three years left, but his prime is fading. Uh, very quickly. So uh, this could easily turn into he becomes a wide receiver one. They do exactly what they want to do in this offense, which is that air raid, you know, crazy down the field, lots of seams, lots of, you know, that kind of stuff. That's a perfect fit because I think that's what they were trying to get in in uh, Christian Kirk. Right. And it just never really materialized the way they were hoping. Well, now they get somebody with truly legitimate speed. And and I think this is a great buy. And Rich and I even actually talked about this a little bit the one week that you were sick. Oh, just, did you guys? Yeah, we okay. talked about like what a good – because we were recapping the drafts sure, and stuff like sure. that and the trades that happened. And that was one of the things that we were like, you know, he could he could present a really good value this coming season. So I, I like that buy. No offense to you guys. I was sick. I didn't hear. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't Thanks a lot, man. That's right. When I'm not out, I don't listen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I agree with both your guys sentiments here. And we talked about it a little bit. The, the, even without Deandre Hopkins suspension, they were already missing 1,299 air yards. They were looking at about 30% of their targets, vacated air targets out there with 166 of them. So they were available out there. You mentioned that Marquise Brown's got better every year. Kyler Murray's gotten better every single year with his throne as well. You mentioned the suspension, his former quarterback. And I'll echo what we said a couple weeks ago. Teams just don't trade a first-round pick. So they trade a first-round pick for Marquise Brown. They don't trade those pl- for those picks without the intent to re-sign long-term. Especially in the current market. They did it after all these guys got paid. After right. all that, all the big money had been paid out. And this guy's working on the last year of his rookie deal. I mean, he's got a fifth-year option, but they, they know that's coming down the pipeline. And there's no way you'd give a first unless you were going to be paying this guy or you planned on paying him. 
Yeah, coming off the board is wide receiver 28. Like, yeah. there's just, and, and I get it because there's so much youth there. And you have a guy who's been in part of Baltimore. And in playing Dynasty, you can't let things like that like follow you know follow through like every year is different every time year there's a new team it's like saying oh I can't take Jameson Williams because all the Lions suck you know like right. or I'm not drafting the Browns quarterback because they all suck you know like okay give me Deshaun Watson you know yeah I miss you Baker um and <laughs> <laughs> so um to me I think Marquise Brown's a, a fantastic but there's so many like. Again, we may, I mentioned this the other week. Like, I like to play Dynasty like I play poker. Like, what are my odds? What are their percentages? And all the odds, all the percentages are just aligned in Marquise Brown's favor to get better. Like, his fantasy production just screams higher production. So if you're talking about a guy that finishes wide receiver 17, who's going on the board as wide receiver 28, if he's finishes wide receiver 17 in the Baltimore offense, with no DeAndre Hopkins like you mentioned, the, who, who was... Early in the season, a wide receiver one. Like, mm-hmm. it was kind of shocking. Marquise was, Brown was a wide receiver one. Out of all the people that we're going to be talking about throughout the summer, a guy who has a really g- good chance, I think we might mention this too, to be a wide receiver one mm-hmm. this, this year, it's Marquise Brown. And you're paying wide receiver 28 prices for a top 12 guy. That's that's literally the elite of the elite when it comes to dynasty. If you're a wide receiver one, running back one, it's dynasty gold. It absolutely And you is. have a chance to pi- find yourself a piece right here and what looks like an overpaid day can clearly be an underpaid tomorrow. I love that buy. I almost had him in my buy as well, so I'm glad you picked him because out of all the guys we're talking about, this is probably the best bang for your buck is Marquise Brown when it comes to ceiling, yeah. at least. This is a guy who could, I would say pretty confidently, he will over he will overproduce what you pay. Yeah, and he jumped off. When I saw the ADP, he just jumped out at me. Like I was like, this has to be a steal right here. Let, let, let's get him down. Great target. Gary, who's your guy? All right, my guy is somebody else that has changed teams this year. And, yes, there's always uncertainties and questions when you change teams. But I went with Amari Cooper. Uh, talking about great deals, it was rumored like all oh, the the – Cowboys don't want to pay all that money, blah, blah, blah. So he ends up getting dealt to Cleveland, which is for what's the equivalent of like a fifth round pick. I think they swapped sixth as well or something like that. But it was a cash dump. I mean, they were just trying to get rid of the contract basically, right? Exactly. And now we see the Christian Kirk contract. We see like all these other Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill. Now he's a good deal. Now he's a bargain. (laughs) Now he's a bargain. Um, And and Jared, correct me if I'm wrong, but I I was looking through and I believe he's 32, wide receiver 32 on sleeper. Now, wow, 30. 30? Okay, so he's two spots higher than this I This is, uh, I'm using Superflex, so maybe use Okay, PPR. I might be using 1QB. But either way, he's, he's right around that range. I've been nabbing him in the couple startup drafts in seventh, eighth, one time even the ninth round of a startup. And yes, I get it. Amari Cooper, ha- there's very polarizing feelings on Amari Cooper. Some people love him. Some people think he's overrated. But one thing I think everyone can agree on is, He's been a very productive player. He's one of the best route runners in football. And he's basically the only proven wide receiver in Cleveland right now. Bingo. There's nothing. And guess who his quarterback is? Deshaun Watson. Over Deshaun Watson's career, his first season, he had a wide receiver one overall in DeAndre Hopkins. His second season, he had wide receiver one overall in DeAndre Hopkins. His third season... Wide receiver five overall in DeAndre Hopkins. His fourth season, which DeAndre Hopkins was gone. So it's like, well, maybe it was just DeAndre Hopkins. Through the first 11 games, you had Will Fuller, 
who was wide receiver eight during that time. The Peds. The Peds. Peds. <laughs> when he was gone on a points per game basis over the last, what was it, four or five games, Brandon Cooks was wide receiver three over that period. So if you were the wide receiver one for Deshaun Watson, you do very, very well. There is an absolute very real chance that Amari Cooper becomes a wide receiver one once again, which he has done in the past. This wouldn't oh, yeah. be the first time he's done this, but he's been a wide receiver two several times, but he, he's even been as high as I believe wide receiver five. He can easily become a wide receiver one in this offense with this new offense and with Deshaun Watson. I, I love it. Cooper's on my list to have on here. Um, everything you mentioned, I love those Houston stats. I didn't have those. So those, those are great numbers. Thanks for that. Yeah. And, you know, we get so excited in fantasy football to have a three down running back, right? Like they're so, oh, they're going to get all the carries. They, they get the receptions. They get the carry, you know, the, they get all the carries between the tackles. Like we get so stoked. Those guys are considered so valuable. We get so excited about these tight ends that are the number one passing option on their team that produce really high. There's probably not a wide receiver in the NFL right now, outside of maybe a guy who I'm going to talk about next, that has a more clear path to a majority of all the targets on their team than Amari Cooper. I mean, he should be looked at as like one of those running back one, three down running backs. Right. Like he's, no, he's a, you know, even though three receivers play three downs, but it goes just like we get excited because they get all the carries. Well, Amari's going to get all the targets. <laughs> yeah. So unless I checked, Amari's got good hands. He's a very good route runner, and now he's got a really good quarterback. And let's, and, I mean, let's face it, there's David Bell, who is a rookie. Is a rookie. He's a slot guy. We'll call him crafty. Uh, <laughs> we were underwhelmed by his tape, but he's crafty. his opportunity's there. He's crafty in his ability to get open short. Um, <laughs> and then there's Schwartz, who can run really fast but can't catch a ball. And right. there's Donovan Peoples-Jones, who is another down-the-field threat. He, he probably offers the second highest upside. Offers a ton of upside. Right, uh, out of all the wide receivers there. And and am I missing anybody? No. no. Justin Joku and Harrison Bryant at tight right. end. And then it's the tight ends. You're on the tight ends and running backs. Correct. So uh, it, it, Amari's offers great value. And if he's going as wide receiver 30 right now, that's – I mean, that's – that's stealing right now. I mean, yeah. we, we, Marquise Brown was down at 28 and Mark Cooper's down at 30. We're seeing all probably a lot of younger guys getting pushed up. Sure, absolutely. And, and we, I, everyone understands that, especially this time of year, like oh, youth rules the world in dynasty, For but sure. there's gotta be a point when production comes back, you know, comes circles back around and Marquise Brown and Amari Cooper, they're not ancient. I mean, no, Mar Mark Cooper's 28. He's 27 right now about to turn 28. So this will be his age 28. Right. And, and Marquise Brown's three years, 20, three 24. I mean, like, so both of these guys are really young. They got some good years out yep. of them. Um, and, and they, they both offer great value at this yeah, point. We do. We saw back to back receivers that offer wide receiver one upside for the 2022 season mm -hmm. and beyond that could be had that you're buying at high end wide receiver three, but let's even give him a little bit of bump there. What's your pay wide receiver two value. So yeah. you're getting wide receiver one production potentially for wide receiver two value. Again, what looks like an overpay today is a drastic underpay tomorrow. And I think both of these guys fit the bill. Yep. I love Amari Cooper as a buy. Um, I've gone into multiple leagues trying to buy Amari Cooper. A lot of people just wouldn't sell to me. Sure. Uh, so thanks it's, for it's that. the startups where the value is there because the people startup are, is where the value because is. people are loving these rookies. I mean, almost all the main rookie receivers are going ahead of Chris Olave, Jamison Williams. All those guys are going ahead of him. Uh, even guys like Elijah Moore from last year. Amon Ross St. Brown, from what I see right here, was going out of him. That might have switched depending on Superflex or 1QB. Um, Sky Moore and Christian Watson are like directly right behind him. So it's, it, I mean, people love the young guys and the rookies, and that's great. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of upside there, but. 
I don't know that there's a much sure thing at this point in the draft right. than a guy like Mark Cooper. Did you say what you would pay for him? I, um, I would easily give a 2023 first uh, to get him. Easily. I've seen that a couple times here in the trade browser. Have you? Um, it, I think the only place where I would stop would it be if it's in the top three. I don't think I'd give like a top three or four first. But once similar to, to what we were talking about with Rashad Bateman, second half of the first round, yeah, All I day. feel comfortable. Right around, I'm, okay. I'm with you okay. right around that yeah. four, five, six up. I, I'd actually give a little bit more boost for a guy like Amari Cooper. Sure. Um, who, who's a little bit more proven. Especially and, as a contender. In the situation. And he's not going anywhere. They got him three. I mean, now that Amari Cooper deal looks phenomenal at $20 million Fantastic. a year. Before people were like, oh, $20 million a year. Now people were like, wow, the Browns really did really good. Because now you have him for three years at $20 million. And the cap's only going up. And if he puts up a huge year this year, there's a good chance they extend them even longer. They could. So, I love that. Now, know what else I love? These shirts we're wearing, man. Mm. These shirts are unbelievable. The most comfortable shirt you're ever going to find in your wardrobe. Increase your high five intake. Step in front of the mirror. Look a little bit more attractive, which if you look better, the opposite uh, opposite person that you want to uh, interact with on a skin-to-skin basis, they'll probably think you look better, too. <laughs> so Creatively worded. That was we got there. Long we, way we, around. We got there. So it, if you want to say, hey, I love your shirt. Man, but like I, you know, I'm a little tight on cash. What do I need to do? What do I need to do? Where's the discount at? I'm gonna tell, tell you right now. We're gonna hook you up with a free shirt. Hey, all you gotta do. Now, granted, this is only in certain states. There's about what 12 states right now. Go check uh, more than that. More states coming. I don't know. I don't Maybe know. 15 states coming. Go to Prize Picks and make a ten dollar deposit and make a futures bet in the NFL. And when you do that. We have a Google sheet on our show, uh, whether YouTube. It'll be in the show notes in the YouTube description. There's, use there's the a promo, Google form right? you got to fill out. Yep. And tell them, and that's, and with, wh- that's for a free shirt, and you enter for a chance to have your team audited for on our show. Dynasty Team Audit YouTube Ooh, show, which we are recording Thursday, Thursday night. Yep. So we're starting to pick those out. And, um, yeah, check out the YouTube channel. We'll break it down using the Dynasty uh, Nerds GM tool. So you have to sign up with prize picks and use the promo code nerds to qualify. You just can't make a futures bet. And what is prize picks? You know, we're talking about these free shirts and audits, but like, what is prize picks? It's, it's the number one prop legal prop website out there. Now app, um, we go in there, you pick two to five players. You bake the over, you take the under, you make futures bets and you go up to 10 times your entry. And it's not just football, right? Like it's major league baseball. It's NBA playoffs. It's college football. It's MMA. It's golf. You know what I mean? Like, Will Justin Thomas take? Will we be where he finish over uh, two? I hope he took the over. You know, name drop. I know. I was like, does does Rich watch golf now? I don't watch golf, but I just saw that this one <laughs> yeah. guy lost one point eight three million dollars on the eighteenth hole by missing two easy putts. I'm like, oh, that's got to burn. Who got it? And I'm like, oh, Justin Thomas looks just like Daniel Jeremiah. So um, you know, you go on there, you make some prop bets. I never thought about you, you that. You have some fun uh, out there. Like I, I go to New York a lot, so when I go to New York, I hop on Prize Picks, get some of my future bets in here. And just get some action and win 10 times your money. It's 10 bucks. You get your team audited. You support the Dynasty Nerds. You support our, our, our partners. And again, we give you a shirt that has a $30 value. So you're getting, you're making money here. And they're going to double your deposit up to 100 bucks. So if you deposit 10 bucks, they're going to give you 20 bucks. So you got the shirt for free. It's just stacking. Yeah, sweet bet. It's just wait until we get into football season. Another one. And in mm-hmm. football season, we'll be doing all yeah. our favorite, uh, our favorite prop bets on the show. Oh, for sure. But in the meantime, it's futures bets. So help them out. Prize picks, help us out again. You know, we're not advertising just for this helps. Everybody helps our advertiser partners. Obviously it helps us. We're not sending you a free shirt because we feel nice about it. It just, 
You know, it's it's a part of the dynasty community. Talk for your speak for yourself there. Dude, we've given out a lot of free shirts. Too. <laughs> yeah, I've been giving much. out a lot of free shirts. Uh, our other sponsor today is Ultimate Autographs. Talked about them the past couple weeks. A company that I am very very familiar with, uh, but it is the best place on the internet to get those autographs. Yes. Autograph helmets, autograph jerseys, mini helmets, footballs, but it's not even just football. There's basketball, hockey, baseball, all kinds of stuff. We even had like a, uh, who was it? Floyd Mayweather Jr. Uh, boxing glove the other day that was signed. All kinds of cool stuff on there. And you get the opportunity to win these items at really low prices because we are doing breaks, live breaks. You've done them with cards. You've done them with memorabilia. It's the same type of idea go in there use the promo code nerds for five dollars off your first break spot in the ua live break room five dollars off with promo code nerds i love it you love it and actually i just saw today there's a series in there with an autographed tom brady and an emmett smith autograph jersey i thought for sure you were gonna say ricky bobby and a ricky bobby <laughs> that would be sweet we've not had ricky bobby but we did have sign uh, a forehead or anything like that <laughs> that <laughs> sign your baby uh, no we did have a, a sandlot uh funko pop i think it was that nice. was signed by like a lot of the cast and then there was uh i really thought that's emin smith and uh coach bombay from the mighty ducks sweet that was that was on there too so there, there's some cool ones that get in there sometimes <laughs> You know not to get in my way when I'm in signing mode. <laughs> Such a good movie. Yeah, it is. All right. My next buy. A guy who I never thought I would talk about as a buy, but looking at his ADP again, Christian Kirk. Oh, my gosh. Woo. Wait a minute. The Christian Kirk? The Christian Kirk. Coming off a seven, uh, 77, 77 reception season, 982 yards, finishes wide receiver 26. He's only 26 years old. We, we know they signed his four-year, $72 million deal with a max of 84. And, you broke, know. Broke the market. Jack, <laughs> Thanks a lot. He really did. <laughs> Jaguars, 161 vacated uh, air yard targets. That's about 28% of those targets for 1,327 yards. What I like about Kirk and his value right now, kind of goes back not as much as Damari Cooper statement because they do have Zay Jones there. They do have Laquan Treadwell there. Sure. Again, not, not big-time names, but guys that are like, Solid Is Marvin Jones still there? I don't even know. That's a good question, and I was just thinking the same thing. And I'm no, I, he's I, a free agent. He's a free agent. Okay, okay. so because I, I have in my notes, so last year Lawrence actually had a really good relationship or rapport with Marvin Jones, and who he he ended up leading the team in receiving yards. He had mm-hmm. seventy three catches for eight hundred thirty two yards. So let's just say that equates for. I mean, Christian Kirk should be able to do that plus more. I mean, we just got to add a couple yards to that, and. What I like about him is this is a team that made a statement by signing Kirk. They got a lot of negativity back. They had a lot of negativity last year as a whole with the Urban Meyer situation, which really I would assume hindered Trevor Lawrence. And listen, Trevor Lawrence is one of the best QB prospects we've seen since Andrew Luck. There's no question about that. That's what he's hyped up to be. They signed Christian Kirk to be his number receiver. And of course, Lawrence is already raving about Christian Kirk, but that's what everybody does. Sure. Everybody's in the right. best camp. Yep. Everybody's in the best shape of their Mac life. Jones. You know, I love how it's the first I, I love how it's the first day of OTAs and people like this player's never looked better. <laughs> never. In shorts, push it, running around a cone. Oh yeah. No, gosh. never looked better. So he must have been eating just salad. <laughs> so it comes back to me with Kirk. You know, they also bring in Hayden Hurst at tight end. Is like there's no big time guy out there they paid him the big time money he was in the top uh when he signed the deal i think it was like a top eight contract of all time for receivers at the time so this is a team that they invested in him for christian uh for trevor lawrence which means they're gonna 
whether Christian Kirk is solid or not, he's going to get the targets. He's going to be the number one receiver on this team for the next year or two. And where his ADP falls in, it's just good value to have that wide receiver two on your roster. And it trades as of three days ago in one QB leagues. It was uh, Christian Kirk for a 22 second and third. Uh, Christian Kirk for Miles Sanders straight up. Christian Kirk for oh, wow. Rashad Penny straight up. Christian Kirk for a 24 first, and then they got they got Christian Kirk and a 22 second back. Like Kirk's available right. for that's, relatively cheap. That's very cheap. Yeah. There's gonna be a guy at the top of the second round. There's gonna be a guy there that people are like, oh, I really want him. Give me Christian Kirk. Oh, no problem. Yeah. Because even though he signed this big deal, there's a lot of negativity out there going, oh, I can't believe they created Christian Kirk that kind of money. Like he's just trash. Which again, I don't love Christian Kirk and what he did in Arizona, but he still produced at the tail end there sure. when uh, DeAndre Hopkins was hurt. He still finished a year uh, with 982 yards in Arizona. Like what a quiet 982 yards and finishes sure. a high end wide receiver three. So he was wide receiver 26. So he was a high end wide receiver three, top two wide receiver three. So just the slightest bump can get him into that wide receiver two mold. And if you're paying a second round pick, a third and it's a third round pick, you're going to Rashad Penny. Hell, even if you're to give up Miles Sanders, we all need running backs for a guy that could be a wide receiver two, a number one target of one of the best quarterback prospects we've seen in some time. Like sign me up for that. Like, again, I'm not going off of, I don't have to love Christian Kirk to know that he's probably going to produce for my dynasty fantasy football team. And these are the players I'm trying to acquire. So, a good buy is a good buy no matter what I feel about anything going on elsewhere. And to me right now, Christian Kirk seems like a good buy. Uh, I, I agree with you. I, I, th- I think out of the three of us, I was probably the guy that was a little bit higher on Christian Kirk than the two of you guys sure. uh, lately. So I, he was a guy that I, I liked the fact that he was going to be a free agent and he was getting to move on from, from Arizona before, before we knew landing spot or any of that kind of stuff. He was a guy that I was kind of keeping an eye on and seeing what kind of deal he got. Never in a million years did I anticipate he was going to break the wide receiver market wide open like he did and, and, and really get the kind of numbers that he got from, from Jacksonville. But the truth of the matter is he did. And, and you don't do that kind of stuff to your point, Rich, unless you plan on, on getting the guy very involved in the offense, you see a role for him um, in your offense. So um, Doug Peterson must see something that he likes um, in, in Christian Kirk. And and it's it's not like he didn't steadily improve. He, he did a lot of the same stuff that Marquise Brown did. He just kind of had a step back year in 2020 mm-hmm. uh, in his development. But 2021, he got right back on track and, and almost cracked that 1,000-yard mark. So he's a guy that's that really has grown and gotten better over the course of his career, and he's in, in he's right in his prime right now. He's twenty five. This is like the perfect window if you can go out and buy him. You're going to get high end production for the next three or four years out of this guy before his his whole value takes a dump, and, and he's up in that twenty nine year old range. So this is, I think, a great buy. And where where was he coming off the board? Did you did you have his ADP or no? Oh, I. Oh, I looked it up on that sleeper chain. I just lost it. Do you have that, Jared? Jared, do you, can you find Christian his ADP Kirk? real fast? Current ADP? Wide receiver 49. Holy shit, oh, kebabs. That's, I mean, that's yeah, that's crazy right there. And for a guy that I don't expect to be in the top five conversation as far as a wide receiver, but 49 is ridiculous. He's definitely going to land in the wide receiver two range for sure somewhere. Or it three could, even. 26, finishes wide receiver 26 again. It's, still, it's still value. Uh, but I, I expect... With with the new, the, I guess the change of scenery and the change of his 
the way that this team views him, I think they're going to view him more as a wide receiver Correct. one and target him more often. I think he's going to solidly land in that wide receiver two range and, and be just fine there. Maybe even if he goes bonkers, he could he could creep up to the top part of that. Well, I, I think the, the most enticing part about him is we've always seen what could be with Christian Kirk because every year it seemed like he had two or three games where he'd put up you know, five catches for 150 yards and two touchdowns and, you know, two and three touchdown games. But then there would be some big gaps in production in between those games. Part of that is because one of the big things he was missing was the target share. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to see a much better target share. And I think we'll still have some of those big games. I just think the valleys won't be as bad as they were before. And I think that's what's going to really help uh, you feel better about being able to start him, even just as a, a flex guy. Uh, you know, it's, you know, if you know that you have the upside of a two, three touchdown game, but you at least have the floor of four receptions for 55 yards, you feel a lot better about being able to put him in your starting lineup. All right. Um, good stuff on that guy. I'm going to move on here to, uh, Brian Edwards is my next buy. And, you know, obviously this is a guy that all of us have been pretty hyped about in the pre-draft process. And then he kind of fell off a little bit there in a lot uh, of bit, a lot of bit, but last last year wasn't nearly as bad as I think you, you you think it is, or or people are making out. He did have 571 yards. He had, I mean, it was on 34 receptions, but only 59 targets. So he wasn't getting a ton of work and he was still able to get 571 yards and three touchdowns. So he, he was, it was good for wide receiver 69 last year. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the, obviously the big move is he, he gets traded to Atlanta and um, the Falcons have the third highest vacated targets from last year. Mm-hmm. They have 287, six most specifically from the wide receiver, 184. Um, so there's, a, I guess a lot, obviously they, they went out and drafted, um, uh, Drake there in the in the first round, mm-hmm. Drake so London. Drake London. Um, so you know you you got to expect a lot of those targets are going to go there, but you have to realize he's a rookie, and, and Brian Edwards has been in the league a couple of years, so there might be there might be some bumps in the road early for Drake London, and Brian Edwards obviously this is going to be a whole new system and everything like that, and he's only in his third year, but he has NFL experience, so he's a guy that could take some early, I guess, season targets and kind of run with him. If he's, if he gets off the ground, there's not much else there on their depth chart. It's um, the guy I can never pronounce. His Zacchaeus. Name. Thank you. Zacchaeus. Olamide. Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. Thank you. Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. I'm not even going to try it. Um, that guy. Um, and, and, and no one else. And then Kyle Pitts is obviously, you know, going right. to be getting a, a lot of the targets, but, but he was already there last year. They lost a tight end in, in free agency in, uh, what's his name? The guy, the... Long hair. Yep. Oh, Hurst? Hurst. Hurst. Thank you. Hurst left. I'm on it, So baby. that's part of the vacated targets. And so you got to think, like, a lot of that's going to... The, the stuff that was going to Hurst is just going to go to Pitts now, and, and there won't be a ton, you know, a ton extra coming from the wide receivers going to Pitts. Um, so there's just, a, I guess, a lot there to... A lot of a lot of possibility with Brian mm-hmm. Edwards. And I think that's what we've always been tantalized with by, uh, by him. But right now he's, he's so cheap. He's so cheap. That's, yeah. that's he's, the reason. Two weeks ago, he was going for a sandwich. Now you got to pay like now you a pick had, and a sandwich. Exactly. Well, I'm receiver 95. I'm see, I'm seeing. You know how long uh, it takes to count to 95? A long time. 
It, I, Let I, me I, demonstrate. I had, I had wide receiver 91, you know, but 95, 91, whatever. It's helping your argument. Right. It's it's going to 2020. You know, he's going for a 2022 I love third. I to happen. Tim, and pa- Tim Patrick and OJ Howard for Brian Edwards and a third. Like, it's nothing. You're getting, you're giving away nothing and you're getting a possible wide receiver. Wide receiver three. You know what I mean? But, you know, if that's he works. Best at, case. That's probably his best case scenario, but it's. It's so cheap. It, this is one of these freebie ones that I just saw. I was like, I have to put this guy on here. I know we've loved him in the past. I need to find a way to get him on the show and kind of talk to talk about him a little bit here because I don't know right. that we broke down the trade ever even. It, so, I know, but it's a trade that even if you lose, like if he doesn't do anything, like you're not giving up anything substantial to even do it. I'd give, I would give up a 22 third for him. So would I. And that's that's, I thi- that's one of the trades I see here. Like a mid-range 22 third, like right, right after like – where are those tight ends I like, like Bellinger, Dulich, and, uh, you know, like K-Dotton. And then it's like... A lot of it is thirds. Okay. There's a lot of thirds. There's a lot of thirds. And that, that, that'd I'm be fine the back that. end of the third, right? Like, if you're talking, like, pick three, eight. In this year's draft class, where, like, it's a pretty abysmal. Oh, yeah. Look at that guy. drops like, off the face of the earth. Oh, do I take Jerome Ford? Yeah, do I take... Right. You know, do I take the undraft... Like, you're looking at undrafted guys. Like, Alec uh, Pierce or Brian Edwards? I'd rather Alec, Alec Pierce. Pierce. Easily. I would rather. That's Alec. on here. I would rather have Alec as well. But yeah. that's a second round pick though. I'm not giving up a second round pick for uh Edwards. Yeah, I, I recently just took Brian Edwards in a startup. I got him in the nineteenth round. Yeah. Uh so I mean it, he's literally in the uh, no one cares range. Yeah. It, it, he's going off the board two hundred and sixty first, which is like the twenty first round. So you kinda yeah. overdraft <laughs> there with Dang your nineteenth round. What <laughs> a reach. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah, you could have waited. Yeah, but so uh <laughs> I love when you get the nineteenth round and you're like Dude, <laughs> no pussy floating around that mistake. And that's where you're, and that, and that, but that's those are exactly the guys you're taking. Like you're not taking like uh, some guy who you're, in, you know what you're getting. Like go all upside. Yeah, like, right. And Brian Edwards, like, hey, you'll know right away within the first, like Matt said, the first five weeks of the season, if Brian Edwards is going to be a factor in Atlanta. It's and, funny you mentioned you mentioned Jerome Ford. He like went like three picks later in the startup. So <laughs> that's where he's going. going. And then I took Kyle Phillips, who looked pretty good. You damn right. Oh, did he look real good in his shorts running around the cone? Tell him. He looked better than Traylon Burks's look so far. Ooh. I wasn't going to say it. I was waiting for somebody else to bring up Traylon Burks. All He's right. probably going to be just fine. He's just trying to get no, his no, legs no. out from under. Remember, Jamar Chase was dropping balls this time no, 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 all no, no, last no, no, year. No, 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 right. Here's, here's is, us talking. Burks is trying to That's get That's why shape. we had Devontae Smith number one, because this guy can't get him. Traylon Burks was winded. That's all I know. 12 months later, you're talking about the one-two in Dynasty startups. Sweet baby Dynasty. Not what I want to hear. No, I'm just kidding. I was like I said, I wasn't going to be the one to bring. He's him up. winded. It's hot He's out there. It's fine. early. He's going to be fine. It's, he'll, it's, he'll be fine. He's the fact the fact that he is doing this is more more proof to me that he's going to be good. Like that there's all this negative talk. He's just have you stuck like in the beginning? Right? That means you're going to be good. Jamar Chase dropping footballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, that's exactly what it means. All right, there you go. Well, my am I up? Last but not least, last slam dunk. This last but least thing home. Last but not least, but least it would it would <laughs> be. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> I don't even know how to feel about that. Uh, it wouldn't really be a wide receiver buys show without without Robert Woods. <laughs> you ha- if you have a wide receivers buy show, you have it's it's like it contractually required. obligated yeah, to put Robert Woods in there. It's got to at least be a footnote or something, right? Even <laughs> like you just saying about it, like adios, Robert Woods. Um, <laughs> Terrible pick, <laughs> but. Here's the thing with Robert Woods. Currently, his ADP is 58th, 58th out of the wide receivers. Uh, and 
we're talking about, we were just talking about the Tennessee Titans and Kyle Phillips and sure. Traylon Burks and all that. It's a bunch of rookies. It's a bunch of young guys. It's a bunch of people that have not played in the NFL yet. He's already back. Uh, He's already doing drills. There there was video footage of him today working out, doing drills, looking, I mean, looking good. He was moving pretty well, uh, I thought, for for having a brace on his knee and everything. Yeah, and even the fact of, I saw someone post it, week one would only be 10 months out from his torn ACL. Mm -hmm. So he's come back very very quickly and he's done good because the the thing that i would be worried about would have been his age you know being a little bit older how quickly will he recover well it seems like this isn't a problem and this is a player that year in year out has just been productive a kind of guy that you're going to be able to know that he's going to be somewhere between wide receiver 13 and wide receiver 20 and he's going to be that solid wide receiver two for you and as a contender if i can buy wide receiver 58 going 150th overall. So we're talking about the 13th round equivalent roughly of, of what you're going to have to pay. That's the kind of player I want to get a guy that's going to be able to do, I think similar things that he did with, with Jared Goff with Ryan Tannehill. I think they're not too terribly dissimilar as passers, both very accurate guys, not guys that tend to take the top off the defense a ton and give the guy similar targets to what AJ Brown had, give him 110 or so targets He's going to put up roughly 1,000 yards and five or six touchdowns, and he'll be very, very productive. I truly believe that he will be the wide receiver one for this year in this offense. I think Traylon Burks will pass him, but I think for this year he'll be the wide receiver one. You're crazy. It's Kyle Phillips. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not, not kidding. <laughs> Hey, he's looked good. He's going to be Hunter Renfro 2.0 here. Is that he, what you're saying? He, he's going to be Adam Humphreys. Okay. He's going to be exactly whatever Mike Vrabel did with Adam Humphreys. Uh, that be that pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But so, I, so I mean, somebody I'm going to watch hit the waiver wire in a couple years. I'm a huge, I'm a big Robert Woods fan. I've yeah. been for years. I think he's a very, very good receiver in the NFL. And I think not only that, it translates to his fantasy production. He produces year in, year out, despite who the quarterback is. Uh, very good route runner, very good hands, can work all three levels of the field. Uh, goes to Tennessee, who now is desperate need of a number one rece- receiver. Yep. This isn't a team in rebuild mode. They're a contender. They're the number one seed last year in the AFC. They got Derrick Henry, who's coming off a big injury with a plate in his foot with five screws. So that's somewhat of a concern as well. Five um, screws? Five screws. That's a lot of screws. I'm sorry. Did you have a wh- – where is he at as far as his injury goes? Uh, he, he, he was practicing today. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, he's, he's out there. He's, he's moving around. He was running That's great. Chris, yep. He was so, running. So, yeah. He was I mean, running routes. He was doing the drills. For he, example, Michael Gallup, similar injury timetable. Sure. I think he was probably a month behind guy. I just read an article. He, he's like just hopping on one leg just doing upper body stuff. And to see Robert Woods moving at like the age that, of 30. Right. Right. It's impressive. It's he's, he's doing really well. in his Everybody's different. Everybody reacts yep, different. Sure. So to me, I mean, my, Robert Woods is always, we've screamed for the last three years, one of the best buys in Dynasty, yep. right? We've said that always. literally for three years in a row in the show. And now with the trade where he's gone, like he's, he jumps right back into value. He'll probably finish right where he's consistently finished year in, year out. Right around like wide receiver 15, 16, right around there. Even if he's so, wide receiver 30, he's incredible value getting him at wide receiver 58. That's and that does scream value for mm-hmm. sure. But like, if you're a contender, this is a contender buy. For this sure. is 100% a hundred percent contender buy. Hundred percent. Only if you're a contender. Absolutely. Same thing. If you're in the middle, like say you finished at you have pick one eight, right? Mm-hmm. And you lost the first round of your playoff, and you have two eight, and you can get Robert Woods for two eight, and maybe you can throw in a twenty three third. Like that's 
that's good value to help you as your wide receiver three, wide receiver four, which will give you wide receiver production. That's a great influx of talent to your dynasty team. And I, I couldn't agree. I'm buying Robert Woods if I can get him for that price tag as well. Like, again, second, third round picks, maybe a player you don't want, you know, along those yep. lines. Um, a running back that everybody, like, that might scream upside. Um, even possibly, like, if you have, say you had, like, say somebody had Brees Hall and Robert Woods. You have Michael Carter. Like, hey, I'll give you Michael Carter for Robert Woods. And that Woods. might get you it know, done, honestly. Like, yes. it, it probably would. It and, would get it done. Honestly. And I feel like this is like a cut-and-paste moment like from <laughs> last year's stuff. Like, boop, there we go. Um, definitely buy him. He's he's going to be worth much more than what you're paying year in and year out. I, I don't I don't have much more to add because I feel like we do this kind of every, it, every it is. year. It, it feels redundant, but it bears repeating because he is still a value. It absolutely is. It, you know, except for now he's one year older and you get a better value. I guarantee like, like you're going to get the same production, but now he's one year older. So I guess I guarantee his ADP slipped probably 12 to 15 spots. And yep. now you're getting an even better value. Yep. hundred percent. All right, guys. Well, make sure you, you, that's it for the show. Yep. Turn the nerd show. Make you guys sure you guys check out that YouTube channel. Check out these shirts. Make you hit that subscribe button, that like button, notification button. Mm. Um, you know, we always talk about ways to support the podcast and support our advertising partners. Like, just go to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, check Absolutely. us out there at times, download the episodes that help support the podcast. And using that promo code rookie and getting that 15% off, it, it, it's a good way to support the podcast and the yep. website and, and us and to help grow the game of Dynasty because that's what we look to do. Like, all these subs go in and we just look at them, help better our tools. And you'll see as we consistently roll out new tools and new updates to GM. That those sub that those subs are going to good use, and I didn't forget to even mention with that subscription, you also get access to our Discord channel, Ooh. where we have over sixteen hundred members in there already. We just launched it, talking dynasty fantasy football. We're doing tons of AMAs. Garrett's in there uh, a couple times a week. Our staffs in there almost all the time doing AMAs. Matt and I are going to be jumping in. I've already done one. We're going to do some AMAs as well. So if you want direct access to talk to us about your dynasty team and dynasty fantasy football. In our Discord channel, you get access to for the Nerd Herd only, all our tools, access to the website, so much more, all for the price of a cup of coffee. Let's grow the Dynasty game together. Use that promo code ROOKIE because this is the last week for you to save that 15%. So you're going to get in for, again, the price of a cup of coffee a month. And if you drink what I drink, which is Starbucks, Nitro Cold Brew, <laughs> Grande, add ice in a venti cup. My man. I mean, I'm spending... Way more. <laughs> I'm paying for the dynasty. I'm paying for three dynasty nerd subs a month. Put some espresso shots in there. No, no, I don't need that, dude. I I take my I take a couple sips on the way in the work. Right I'm cold brew with the double shot. Yeah, right. Oh, on. dude, <laughs> dude, coffee <laughs> works on me, man. That, <laughs> that, I'm in the morning. I'm wired up. Mm, so yeah. check us out. Promo code rookie. Join the nerd today. I promise you won't regret it. All again. All I ask is you just give it a try. That's all I ask. It's. It's going to be one of those things that benefits you. It streamlines everything. See what we have to offer. I promise you won't regret it. Let's jump into these Dynasty Wide Receiver Cells and Nerd Show, which is another perk of being a nerd member. Hey, extra podcast. We all need something good to listen to. You get more of us. It could be a good or a bad thing. But if you're listening now, it's going to be a good thing. <laughs> Unless it's your first time. Promo you're still code listening to it from the beginning. Promo code good. Rookie expires May 31st. Get in there now. Jump on it. See you next week. Adios.